Do you really know what's going on in the cryptocurrency markets? From the exchanges to the coin ranking sites to the issuers, the developers, do you know exactly how they're extracting money from retail investors and how they're all working together to take your money? Legitimately or illegitimately? We're going to talk about that in this episode of Crypto Until Infinity. Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Do you really know what's going on out here? Do you really know where your money is going after you give it to an exchange? Is it really Bitcoins you're trading or you're just trading IOUs? Like what's what's really the deal? Are exchanges really doing what they say they're doing with your money? Is the volume real? You know, I was reading this article by Nick Carter. He put it on Medium recently. And he was speaking about the ways how retail investors are really getting stripped of their money from exchanges, the the altcoins, uh, the developers and other entities in the crypto space, you know. Oh, yeah. The uh, sites like CoinMarketCap, the sites that list, you know, the different coins and stuff, all these people. And, you know, they organized in a way where everybody is benefiting except the retail investor. Well, I take that back. I mean, if you're making good trades, if you're aware of certain patterns that are going on in the market, if you are aware of the market sentiment during certain times, I mean, you can you can make profit. So, I mean, you're not everybody's not getting chipped. But if you know the game, you know the game, you know. So basically, let's start with the exchanges. So how do the exchanges present their value? How do they present their value to the retail investors? How do they present their value to the issuers, the people that are trying to get their coins on the exchanges and such and such? So the answer is volume. So if you're an issuer, you're trying to get a coin on an exchange. You want to know if your coin is actually going to be traded and you want to know if the trades that are going on with your coin will be attractive for you as an issuer to dump on the market <laughs> you got to have the liquidity you know so the exchanges you know a lot of these exchanges they charge hundreds of thousands of dollars and you know the uh issuers have to pay in bitcoin um i don't really know anybody that's actually paying in fiat but they will charge hundreds of thousands of dollars for issuers to list their coin on the exchange and like I said, the volume is what's attractive. I mean, say if you have a token, you're trying to dump millions. You, you know, you're trying to get your profit. You pre-mined. You had an ICO. You've been holding this coin, this token for months, and you're just ready to make your millions right away. As soon as it hits the market, you're trying to be the first to do it. So if you're trying to do that and... You look on an exchange and you find that most of the coins are getting traded with a volume of about $10,000 a day. And this is quite true. I know it sounds absurd, but a lot of these coins are getting traded at that volume or lower. Some are getting traded in the hundreds. Some are total shit coins that are getting traded in the single digits a day. (laughs) 
those are the coins you see that'll be pumping 300%. So if you don't know much about the trading aspect of things and you see certain coins that are just jumping up hundreds of percents, you know, it probably has low liquidity. So if somebody wants to make a big order, it just skyrockets the percentage, you know. But anyway, um, if you're trying to make millions and you're seeing the exchange only has a volume of say $10,000 for most coins daily, you're not going to want to get on that exchange, right? So what the exchanges do, um, they will make liquidity. They will make volume. Keyword, I said make. Mm. Some of this isn't real. Some exchanges, I won't say Binance. Um, some exchanges have their own coins where you know the retail investor you know they might you know take this coin and it might be incentives for using this coin within your trading and um ultimately you know the exchanges like binance you know they have their own coin they can make ways where they can present liquidity in a illegitimate way you know, people are going back and forth. You know, people are doing uh, uh, or exchanges are doing uh, watch trades or maybe even high level whales are doing watch trades in in uh, in cahoots with the exchanges to present volume. So I'll give you an example. Um, basically uh, trading with yourself, you know, opening up shorts in the millions or even hundreds of millions just so you could buy back your sale because you have bids placed under you know your sellers so i mean you're watching your you're creating you're creating volume you're creating also you're manipulating the market in a way where if people see certain sales um like that i mean it creates selling pressure so people that originally weren't trying to sell they're gonna be like damn i mean there's no way in hell my bid at $16 um, I'm trying to trade like um, I don't know what's the coin at $16 right now I don't know let's say like Litecoin right now you know even though I don't think Litecoin is that bad but say Litecoin you're trying to sell it right now for $80 you know you got like a couple hundred Litecoin and there's a sell order at the $75 mark in the hundreds of millions so you know, you're gonna be like, damn, man, I, I, I'm not gonna be able to sell my Litecoin anytime soon. So I'm gonna put my sell order now at $74. And, you know, it creates a snowball effect or whatever. So you got that. You know I mean, you got volume coming from that. You have volume coming from people or exchanges just moving coins from wallet to wallet. It's, I mean, it's spamming. You know, if you hear anything about. Um, spamming this is uh, one of the ways just moving coins around not really doing anything but because of that movement it is creating volume so anyway a lot of this is just um, ways the exchanges are using volume to advertise to the issuers so the issuers can be attracted to getting their coins and paying this hundreds of thousands of dollar fee to list their coin all right, so you got that. 
Now for the sites like CoinMarketCap, the listing sites, the sites that for the majority of traders are just speculators that are just, you know, just trying to see if they're making profit or losses. They go to this site. They go to these sites to, you know, see price, to see where they can buy certain coins because these sites, they list the number of exchanges. Um, anyway, the uh, sites like that. Now, I'm against regulation. I don't care how crazy this market gets. I am one of those people that are against regulation, but I'm not against regulation for listing sites like these because, you know, I just said the exchanges, they can fake a lot of things. So these unregulated exchanges are being listed on these coin list sites, these coin ranking sites. And that is without any scrutiny. You know, the as far as I know, <clears throat> these ranking sites, they don't have any regulation. They don't have any set criteria. So you're looking at a coin, right? And you click, you know, you click into the different tabs to see what exchanges is on, to see what the volume is like. You know, as I said, the exchanges can fake volume. So you're really not looking at what's true. All right. But anyway, you're going to look at it anyway, because where else are you going to get the information from? You know, the exchanges aren't going to. Well, some do. I guess some some have their own websites. They, you know, they list their volume. But for the most part, I mean, if you're trying to get a a, a well-rounded view of everywhere your coin is and who's. Who has the most volume? Um, you're doing some maybe arbitrage trading. You're trying to see where you could buy at the cheapest or maybe you could sell at the highest. You know, you're looking at fake data. And the listing sites, the ranking sites, they don't care. You know, they just want your eyes because how do they make money? Advertising. Clicks. Yes. So let's think about um, this. Is also, something you know that was in the uh, Medium article by Nick BitConnect. BitConnect. Yeah, you remember BitConnect, right? The one of the more more recent scams, one of the greatest scams <laughs> in recent times in crypto. Um, Millions upon millions of dollars were taken from people that were duped in the scam. Now, how did they find out about this? Ads. They call it community building, but it's really just marketing. It's ads. You know, social media. You know, people will talk about it on social media, but is it really genuine conversation? Or are these people paid? You got to remember, folks, we're in crypto. This is unregulated. People don't have to say if they're uh, paid sponsors. I mean, if they really want to, you know, abide by, you know, things legally. I mean, yeah, but who is going to enforce this task of looking at people who are taking on these paid sponsor roles and not really allowing their audience to know that they're being paid to shield coins and stuff like that. So anyway, BitConnect, 
was on coin market cap for quite some time uh months i want to say you know you know banners at the top of the page or on the side of the page bitconnect isn't the only one but just want to talk about bitconnect and yeah so because these ranking sites have those eyes it's attractive you know they could put out their stats to people like bitconnect companies like bitconnect that are trying to grow their community. So, Big Connect used that to gain their following to eventually do people out of millions of dollars. The ranking sites don't care. They made their money. They did their job. They probably don't hold their sales accountable for the part they had in that but trust me they played a really big role really big role you know but you have that now going back to uh, the marketing aspect of the different tokens and coins I want you to pay attention to this bear market, folks. This bear market is really special. As many of us say, the projects that are really putting in some work in this bear market, just pay attention to them. Pay attention to them. Ah, my voice cracked. <laughs> pay attention to pay attention to who's really working. Actually, go back and read some of the roadmaps. I want you to read some of the roadmaps of everything a lot of these coins promised in the third and fourth quarter because that's where we're in now. We're in the third, going into the third. So, what's going on? Um, and I want you to think back to what I said about these issuers that are dumped on the market from like pre-mines and ICOs. So, Obviously, the people that are dumping on the market were people that got in early. The developers, obviously, they don't need pre-mines. And so let's just say they use that money to fund their different endeavors within their roadmap. Now, you got a coin that dumped as soon as it hit an exchange or exchanges. So, you know, they got some cash to work with. And, you know, we're in crypto. So we're talking we're talking about in the millions, even some of the most shitty coins have made millions upon millions. Look at their website. I go on a lot of these sites. It's typos everywhere. You know, the white paper looks like something that a high schooler wrote. So many grammatical errors. Bugs on the site. UI issues. And now here we are in the third quarter and they're not even following through with the things that they promised. That's a red flag. I don't care how much you love a coin. I don't care how much of a community is behind it. I don't care about the positive sentiment from YouTubers because, like I said, they're getting paid too. It's something you need to look at. I don't care. I don't get emotionally attached to coins, and I hope you don't either projects i won't say coins it's projects in general don't get emotionally attached 
to anything in this market, especially right now. It is so many scams. So you have to do some uh, you have to use some discernment. You have to know that in most businesses, in most startups, over 90 percent of startups fail. Why do you think that your coin will pull through in such a baby market as this? We're not even in the trillions, the whole cryptocurrency ecosystem. We're just in the hundreds of billions. As a matter of fact, this bear market isn't over, folks. Bitcoin is going to go lower. So we're going to go even lower than what we are. So a lot of these shit coins will lose even more value. It's coming. It's coming. Matter of fact, I'm going to say right now, I'm going to have a very special episode with the crypto bully coming up pretty soon. And we will talk specifically about the price of Bitcoin dipping lower. How low can it get? Let me tell you this. It's a possibility. And it's not just my opinion. This is from a few people. That I really love uh, technical analysis from if you believe in technical analysis. I know a lot of people don't, but I do. Bitcoin is going to go to amount where even I haven't seen. I got into this market in 2015. Well, I watched the market in 2015. I want to actually um, state that because I think I've kind of said it wrong. I've watched the market in 2015. I really didn't start putting money into the market until 2016 so but anyway think about that that's pretty scary but that is a possibility folks it is a possibility but that's another conversation it's gonna be a real good one crypto bully what's up but anyway um these altcoins they will lose value even more So, what are these developers going to do? They're going to run. They're going to go away. They made their money. They're just kind of lingering right now, you know. They got to put things on a roll. This is what a lot of coins do, and this is a red flag you need to watch, watch out for. They will make announcements for announcements. They will put in their roadmap, we're going to reveal this. We're going to go on this uh, $10 billion exchange. You know, so they're not really giving you info. They just, it's kind of like, uh, you ever seen um, um, images of like uh, a horse and you got a, a stick tied to his neck and hanging from the stick, which is over the horse's head. It's like a, a carrot or some food or something. It just makes... It makes the uh, the horse run toward it, but they never reach it because the stick is always slightly in front of their head. And so the food is just forever dangling in front of them while the, the horse is steady trying to move toward it. So it's, it's like that. That's what these roadmaps are. And what business have you seen outside of the cryptocurrency space where they just make announcements for announcements? But they never actually reveal the information, so uh, it's you. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, they have roadmaps just full of promises, not actually saying what they're gonna do. That's ridiculous. 
Um, I mean, a lot of these coins have anonymous developers. I mean, it's whatever. Obviously, Bitcoin, you know, who is Satoshi Nakamoto or who are Satoshi Nakamoto? So, I mean, I mean, I really can't fault some altcoins with that, but I mean, whatever. Um, yeah, so folks, I mean, the dangers are out here. You're getting a scam left and right, but you can still make money. As one of my guys that I really love his uh, technical analysis from, you know, trade with the whales. Trade with the whales. You could trade tether news, baby. I don't know. Some people do that. If you know, if you know, um, millions of tether about to get printed. Or hundreds of thousands, whatever, either way. You know, there's money coming into the market, which I think as of June, um, what was it? Somebody did an investigation on Tether. I forgot who, I forgot what exact entity. They proved that Tether wasn't actually manipulating the market, but come on. <laughs> come on, come on. It's so much money laundering going on. You really think that these changes aren't just a front for these large entities to just launder money and Tether has something to do with it as well. I mean, Tether isn't technically fiat. It's ping to fiat. It's ping to the dollar. You know. But since it's ping to the dollar, hey, I mean, shit, I don't need fiat. Let me convert this shit over to Tether right quick and let me do my laundering. Let me hide some money here. Let me throw a whole bunch of money at a shit coin. Just let it sit there. You know. Come on, folks. This is one of my guys. Another one of my guys. He was just talking about how crypto or Bitcoin as a whole will not be the the thing that takes people away from fiat because it's just so manipulated right now it's because we didn't have regulation early on and like i said i'm fine with it being unregulated and i kind of believe in bitcoin alone won't be the main factor that takes us out of a fiat world and when i say fiat i'm not just talking about the physical aspect of it because i know a lot of governments and uh, uh countries they're gonna eventually just make everything digital anyway so but it's still fiat. It's still fiat. It's just in a different form. And that's something else, folks. Just because money is digital. I mean, we're already dealing with a digital uh, ecosystem. You know, what are debit cards and credit cards? I mean, you technically never see the physical money, but you're making transactions. So, we're, I mean, we're already digital. It's just the fact that we're going to get rid of physical everything eventually anyway. So, I mean, I mean, the government, I mean, sorry. The Federal Reserve, which is not a government organization, if many don't know, I mean, I know a lot of people hear the word federal and they automatically think government. It's not just like FedEx. FedEx isn't a corporation that is in cahoots with the government. The Federal Reserve is not a government organization, but they can save money um, by not printing all this fiat, physical fiat. You know what they say, the value of a penny right now, the U.S. penny 
it actually costs more to make it than what it's worth. <laughs> That's just an example. So anyway, um, don't get confused that just because money is going to be digital, that it is a cryptocurrency. What is the main thing that a cryptocurrency has? Decentralization. The government is not decentralized. I don't know what government is decentralized. If they make something as digital and as money, it's not a cryptocurrency. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, you know, keep track of the inner workings of these coins and exchanges and these other entities like Tether. Um, they're all working together to strip you out of your money. And make sure you make sure you lock up your, your private keys. Don't hoard on exchanges. We've seen exchanges go away. <laughs> We've seen exchanges disappear in the past. Um, now, Coinbase, I mean, they're doing a lot of things to try to legitimize themselves. I mean, they've been doing, you know, KYC, um, you know, and AML and you know, a lot of these other things to really um, legitimize themselves. I mean, they are working with uh, the banks. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously, how are we going to get the how are the how are these changes going to be fiat on ramps if they don't work with the banks in some capacity? So, I mean, you know, it's a little bit of safety, you know, for people that 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 look for some type of. Um, they look to get rid of some of their reluctancy I mean that's some but you know still don't just hoard your private keys and you know don't just hoard your stuff on exchanges lock it up get a cold storage wallet um <laughs> there are plenty out there and one thing, I'm going to end with this. I said this before. Bitcoin right now is not an investment. I know I'm going to get some hate for saying that, but it's not an investment yet. I agree with Andres Antonopoulos. He said this out of his own mouth. Not yet. It doesn't behave like an investment. It doesn't behave like a store of value. It doesn't really, well, I mean, it's a currency, but... It's not a currency that retains value. I mean, it's not like a typical currency that we're used to where the value of it will fluctuate less than 1%. We've not gotten to that state yet. You know, I bought my I bought my first Tracer back in um, early 2017. I paid about $100 for it. By the end of that year, I basically paid $1,000 for it just because of how much Bitcoin appreciated <laughs> you know and the same thing can be vice versa you can pay a thousand dollars well that, that tracer won't do that but you know this you paid a certain amount for something a product and 
you know, later on in the year, you probably pay more than what it's worth in Bitcoin, you know. So it doesn't it's not a currency that um, is real attractive, but it is a currency that is attractive for countries like Venezuela, Greece, India, or places that are destabilized. Uh, currencies that I mean <laughs> places like that I mean the currencies you, you won't be able to buy a loaf of bread the loaf of bread would be, would be the equivalent let's say in US dollars of like 50 something dollars because it's just so much crap going on with their economy you know so if you want to send money, if you want to transfer money, if you want to provide a service, I mean, Bitcoin is attractive. I mean, it's unregulated. You can throw your money. You can convert your currency into Bitcoin, send money to family and friends. And you'll be fine knowing that, um, you know, based off the nice transaction speeds, the low fees and being unregulated that your money sent will make it to the person and they will be happy with the value that they receive at the time that they get it. So it's very much attractive to countries like that, that really need it. I mean, we in the Western world, we needed to, isn't, it's not like the U S dollar is perfect. A million dollars in 50 years won't be the same as a million dollars today. It won't be looked at as the same. So our U.S. dollar isn't perfect. You know, our banking system is definitely not perfect. Capitalism in America isn't perfect. This is crony capitalism. This is oligarchy. We are not dealing with free market capitalism. They aren't playing by the rules. You don't you don't bail out banks. If your bank fails in a capitalistic society, you fail. There's no savior. So we've bailed out the banks and then that was within the past 10 years. So that goes to show you that we are in a different realm now. The elites have always been in control, but I mean, this is just blatant use of you know their power and it's just smearing it in your face like okay we're not even gonna hide it anymore we've made these we've manipulated the housing market you know and we totally screwed up the country but we're gonna get bailed out and we're gonna do it in front of your face and you're going to be fine with it. You're still going to bank with us for the ones that survived. You're still going to bank with us. We're going to do it again in a different way. Probably not through housing again. The housing market again. Those, those bummy CDOs and, you know, going to do it a different way. But let's get in. Let's, let's really get serious about cryptocurrency, folks. And let's just learn how to play the game. It's going to stay deregulated um just learn how to play the game learn how you're being played so you get played less i mean 
every one of us is getting played out here, but there are ways to deal with it to the point where you still profit, that you still keep your coins and tokens safe. So with that being said, I thank you for another episode of Crypto Until Infinity. I didn't play any music this time, but I felt that what I had to say this time was something that uh, needed to be said. It's been on my mind for a while. And, um, you know, us musicians, you know, just like in the world outside of blockchain technology. I mean, many of us musicians, uh, we make money in more than just music and we need to keep track of you know, all the different facets that we can make money or preserve our capital so we can put toward more music and stuff. So anyway, a lot of us are in crypto making money in the blockchain music platforms, but we need to know other ways our money is getting thrown around in this market. So I hope that you enjoyed it. Join the new Discord channel. Click the links that are in my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook pages. It'll bring up a link tree where it'll show uh, a bunch of different uh, pages that you can go to. And one of them is to join the new Discord channel where we can talk about this even more. I appreciate it. Um, Thank you to the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Um, I don't thank them enough. Thank you to Cello. Thank you to Dimitri. Thank you to Corey. Um, These are the guys that made all of this possible. And I uh, really appreciate this opportunity for me to speak my mind. And yeah. <laughs> so next week, I will be back with the music. I will be back with some more great commentary on the blockchain music platforms. The panel we recently had in St. Louis in Venture Cafe back, what was that, last, uh, was that Tuesday? Wednesday? No. La- well, it was last week. It went well. It went well. It was very uh it was it was kind of short. We had a couple technical issues, but I do want to thank Miss Emily Sankofa. I do want to thank Miss Tamika Rochelle Franklin for speaking. Um they provided some great insight and the audience loved it. It's pretty short. We didn't um and the event coordinator Julian from Stereo Salt, he organized it. We had a short time to organize it, but we did pull it through, and I'm glad that. It went well, and we will be organizing another one in the St. Louis area, something more uh, grander in scale. So be on the lookout for that. Follow me on social media to find out when that is going to happen. I will let you know well into uh, well before it will be presented. So follow me there on social media. DJ is never in his story. DJ S. N-E-V-E-R-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-T-O-R-Y On Twitter, I am DJS underscore NES On Steam it, DJS NES Which I will be posting a new article pretty soon Kind of dealing with what I just talked about Just going to break it down even more And D2, obviously that's DJS NES um, Find me on Music Coin Tune For my music Thank you once again, folks. I will see you next week.